Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, family. 
I want to welcome you to another episode and an evening with myself, Vani, your sexual wellness coach, along with Peace, peace, and love to the family. I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast. Peace, that love. You know what? I think that might have something to do with that erotica um, episode that we had. <laughs> when we were down. Girl, that time laid it on us, didn't she? She laid it on us. Oh my gosh, I've been I've been riding on the waves of love and sex throughout the week and um it's been a beautiful evening. I mean it's been a beautiful week, so I'm grateful and to be here once again with you, my sister. Welcome, welcome yes. to another episode of Let's Talk Love, Sex and Nutrition and Vani. We are gonna be talking about one of our favorite subjects tonight. We talking mm-hmm. about love. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> talking about oh. sweet, sweet love. Yes, I don't know if the family can hear my smile, but I'm just smiling from cheek to cheek because I am a lover of love, and I love to talk about love. I love to be a witness of love and to experience love, especially. And um, you know, to there's been a lot of heaviness going on um, around us and. Um, we wanted to balance it out tonight with um, with talking about love. It's only Absolutely. right. You, you know, I'm glad you said that, Bonnie, because, you know, a lot of times people think, I mean, I know we're going to go into this more, you know, people think about love and they think about romance and they think about, you know, cuddling up with your lovey. But love is certainly more of what we need in our world today because were there more love, we would not be having some of the chaos and confusion and hurt and pain that we're experiencing in our world today. So thank you for giving it that broad uh, um, definition of what love is, you know, just being out and touching people's lives and making happiness and joy and all that good stuff that love does. So, But we'll go yeah. into that a little bit later. I know we're going to get out. Yeah, we got, we got a love thing. I like how yeah, we got a love thing, baby. <laughs> Uh, so we gonna we gonna get into them things of love, and we just want to welcome the family also to join us. This is, um, you know, family crowd participation, and uh, we would love for you, you know, to share with us your experience. So along with Z and I, you know, sharing and talking about love, and um, and playing some music again, we we want to invite the family to, um, you know, to to chime in and to you know, share their experience. So before we get started, um, yeah, like we said, we're going to be talking about love, but we get started with our disclaimer, and um, and that is this, is that I'm Vani, a sexual wellness coach, and Z is our love. <laughs> did I do, how did I do that, Z? How did you like that? I love. Yes, yes you got it, queen. <laughs> I love enthusiasts, yes. <laughs> And um, we just we want to make that clear with the family and those that are new to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. That um, you know, with that being said, we are not medical MDs, so we just you know just want to make the family you know know that that when we you know tonight not so much, but just to let you know that you know we 
might talk about our experience or a situation or something. You're like, mm, I might want to try that. Well, I mean, that's cool, but if you have, you know, a situation where you might want to speak to your medical, um, your primary care physician, we encourage you to do that. So, oh, and then this is an adult show for the um, adults, so we like to say put the kitties away. And, again, I mean, tonight we're playing music and talking, but we just like to let the family know just in case, um, you know, I mean, this is a, a raw, uncut, loving you know, show us all those different things. So we don't want, um, you know, the the compromise, the message. If you feel in a certain way, if you want to say something, then by all means you are invited to do so. So with that being said, it may not be appropriate for our little ones, so we just let <laughs> we just let the family know. So other than that, Miss V. Alana, um, did I get everything? Everything. Everything, everything. Yes, as usual, you covered everything, girl. <laughs> um, you, we, you know, we also want to just open, you know, this, just let the family know this is your time. You know, this is yes. your time to sit back and relax. It's a Friday night. You know, most mm-hmm. of us have worked through, throughout the week or whatever we've been doing. And sometimes we just need a chance to just sit back and chill so, you know, I always invite you to get something that you love to sip on, maybe munch on. And if you got your boo next to you, hey, hey, um, some, quality, <laughs> some quality time together as we uh, talk about love tonight. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm yeah. always grateful to have the opportunity to share with the family, give them a chance to just relax and be at peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes, yes. with Oh, so um, so Z. Without further ado, that's you, know, you just set the perfect segue, you know, with us, um, with your boo, you know, setting the mood, and um, and the song that I'm going to be playing is Johnny Gill in the mood, and you know, we want to set the, you know, set it off right. So, um, we're going to get into some music, and uh, we'll be back on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. I'm in 
I mean, on the physical aspect, going in. And we, I know we've had um, shows in the past where we've had guests and we've talked about, um, you know, a connection that's deeper and um, than just physical, a physical connection, a spiritual connection, a cosmic connection. And even though I don't know if that's what Donnie was going for when he wrote the lyrics to the song, but it just stuck with me, like, you know, that what what going in is, what going all in is with love. And, again, I want to invite the family tonight to, you know, um, you know, to share with us your experience and, you know, what does that mean to you? And you can press 1 on the dial if you want to um, comment on tonight's show talking about it's a love thing on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. So, um, Z, I know that we were when we were talking about the show and, you know, and, and love experience and you shared that, you know, you haven't had that type of, well, you just can describe it like that, love at first sight. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, we talk about love first and foremost. You know, of course, we they're all definitions of love. And, and in the write-up, Bonnie, I kind of gave a little brief one, and I'll just remind the family if they hadn't had a chance to read it. So um, Wikipedia is uh, one of their definitions is love is a variety of different feelings. And, of course, we know that because we have love for different, uh, for you know, self-love, of course, is one big, big, big thing. And, um, you know, we, we, wanna, we can't talk about love without talking about self-love because we are always um, loving ourselves first is number one. Because from what I understand, you can't love nobody else if you ain't loving you. And right, yeah, exactly. You know, and I mean, so, and I mean, um, you know, really, really loving another individual uh, because mm-hmm. love for self comes first. You know, and it's just so important that we get that um, mm-hmm. that I gotta love myself before I can share that love with anybody else. You know, one of the first things they tell you if you're on an airplane. And an emergency comes up, put your own oxygen mask on before you right. even give it to a baby, you know, before you give it to a child, before you give it to anyone. So you got to do you first. And so it's so important that, you know, even when we're talking about love, that we're not just talking about a connection with another person. It is a connection with ourselves first and foremost. And I always say, this is just me, I always say that my love, my connection with self-love within myself is my connection with God because I know God as myself. And so that, you know, that brings the whole spiritual aspect in it for me. And then, of course, you know, one of the first connections in our life experience when we incarnate is love with a family member, my mama, daddy, our siblings, you know, grandmas. And um, and so that's a different kind of love. That's a, you know, that's another kind of love. And um, and then you know others, you know the agape love where you just kind of love everybody, <laughs> you know you just love everybody just because you know they are a child of God and you know you just want to love everybody in the world and so it's that kind of love and then there is that romantic love that's the love where you know and I just love that God created that that we would yes. have that kind of experience with another human being on the planet, you know. And, of course, that's what 
brings more people on the planet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know people fall yeah. in love and then they decide that they want to create families and, you know, therefore, um, you know, with that love connection brings forth more and more people in our world. And and so we were talking earlier about this whole, you know, romantic thing, and I was saying, you know, I don't, I haven't really had that kind of, woo, you know, kind of love where, you know, I've heard so many times, I met as soon as I saw her. I knew <laughs> I was going to ask her to be my wife. You know, I've never right. had God say that to me. <laughs> I've just had that experience. And, you know, even the other night when President uh, Clinton was on and he was telling the story about how he met his wife, Hillary Clinton, and he told it from the time that they were in the library together. He could tell you what he what she had on that day and the glasses she wore. And, oh, my God, you could feel the love that he has for this woman, even as far back as when they met in college. So the closest I could come, Vonnie, was when I met my um, husband, Tony, and uh, I was living in in Florida at the time. I was working at Hippocrates Health Institute, and um, Tony was just this, you know, he was an older guy, and I, you know, he was a kind of wise guy, and I had taken, we had gone out to lunch and had um, had a really nice lunch, and I'd asked him some questions, and so anyway, we got back to our place, and I just want to read an excerpt from my upcoming book, my forthcoming book, and it tells a little bit about that love story, so I asked the family to indulge me. Um, mm-hmm. So it starts out saying, I reached over to give Tony a hug. As I was releasing the embrace, our lips met and sparks flew. If ever I had doubted The stars people say they see when they kiss someone, those doubts were dispelled right then. I saw the stars and fireworks. Mm, That kiss sent a warm, fuzzy feeling through me. I had not felt like that since I was a teenager sitting on the couch smooching with my boyfriend. It was awkward and wonderful. Whoa, girl, slow down, be cool, I said in my mind. Tony said, wow, what a kiss. I felt that. Did you? I managed to speak. Yeah, I felt it. What was that? God, baby, you, me, and God, he smiled. We had made the connection. And I do remember that moment. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna kiss you. Gotta read, gotta read my book. Read it, I gotta read my book. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, you got, you got me hooked. Wow. See, I mean, I know you're gonna elaborate with the experience, but I just wanted to just to chime in real quick about just how I was just so engulfed in the experience. Like I pictured that I was that fly on the wall. <laughs> when you released your embrace and sparks flew and then you saw the stars. Like, I could see. I'm a visual person, too, so I'm visualizing this experience. And beautiful, sis. I can't wait for the book. I can't wait for the book. So. 
and, and what was so amazing about that, um, we were actually sitting in the car, and I probably should have said that first, but we were actually sitting in the car. So you know how when you reach over to someone, you just kind of grab them, and then as we were, you know, pulling out of that embrace, you know, I lips okay. just, bam, baby, it was on. And so oh. I would say that that would probably have been my best experience <laughs> with that kind of spontaneity <laughs> and that kind of really love. And I did. I actually saw those stars. So I really do believe that, you know, when when there's a divine connection to be made, when it and it's just it's not nothing you planned. You know, I didn't go out looking for this. As a matter of fact, I wasn't even thinking about getting into a relationship because I had just left one. <laughs> and so, but when it's a divine connection, when spirit is doing it, whew, it just happens. So, so that's about mm-hmm. as close as I could come to one of those, you know, totally fantastic well, romantic. Well, good luck. I, I I got an experience, but I'm not gonna describe it like that. So, <laughs> but. Oh wow, Z. Um, that was amazing. Like I said, I, I felt like well, you say you were in the car, so instead of flying the wall, I guess I would be like on the windshield looking yeah. in, like. Wow. <laughs> and then you're in Florida, you're gonna have all kinds of things. So you could be a dragonfly, a butterfly, you could be any of those things. <laughs> Check out this, you know. I, I love that because I felt like you know, like the angels were all clapping. Yay, we put another one together. <laughs> Yes, love, love. Oh, uh, uh, that was yeah. also amazing. Is that you don't know the playlist that I had tonight, right? Because I told you, oh. um, yeah. you know that I was, you know, I, I had a few songs and stuff, and I had a, you know, I told you the one. I was like, I had a, a couple of surprises for you. So, what you just described again, the perfect segue to our next song. We're going to get into our next song and then go into commercial because we're getting close to the top of the hour, family. But um, the next song is by, you remember the group Zanae back in the day? Hey, Mr. DJ. Do you remember that song? Oh, yeah. I, I remember the song. I don't remember the group. But yeah. All right. Song. All right. Well, so this is a ballad. Oh, these sisters. I don't know if you've ever heard their um, love ballads. And this song is actually off their second album, um, Saturday Night Live, and I might have just messed that up. But anyways, this is Zane, and the name of the song is Rendezvous. So... Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, so we already got in the mood. We set it off with these Chicago kids. I'm talking about good love, and then we had Johnny Gill getting us into the mood, and this is Zane with Rendezvous. Again, this is Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and this is Vonnie, your sexual wellness coach, along with V, your love, and sex enthusiast, and we will be right back. You know, I'm just going to keep introducing us because I just love the way you introduce yourself. Okay, thank you. Feel when I 
of mediocrity. Did you know that most people don't like waking up to an alarm clock every morning? 
How would you like to make a full-time income working part-time from home? The largest percent of people who make six-figure or more do it from a home-based business. You can design your own future with a company that is fun, fast, friendly, and rewarding. The Limu Company is new to the Baltimore area, looking for a few good men and women. If you are a leader and you're sick and tired of the Monday to Friday 9-to-5 grind, if you want to set your own schedule and pay, contact Gloria at 443-326-1943. That's 443-326-1943 or email gleach7 at verizon.net. That's gleach7 at verizon.net. I'll see you at the top. Right. Welcome back, family. Peace and blessings. This is Vani, your sexual wellness coach, along with I am Z, your love and sex <laughs> and <laughs> And we are talking about the beautiful four-letter word love tonight. Um, thank you, Vani, for that and for that beautiful music. And welcome back, family. Thank you for joining us again on a Friday night where you are taking a time to relax and take some time out for you, boo, just for you. And so we I just finished sharing my love experience. So, Ronnie, I'm going to turn it over to you, Queen. Um, and I know we're going to ask the family, we're gonna be asking the family to, to bring in their love stories tonight. So, Hold tight, and if you uh, um, have a love story you want to share, press the number one, and we'll bring you in the queue. All right, sis, back to you. So I have just, I've been blessed with having being in love. And, you know, because you think about when you get out of a relationship, you know, was I really in love? Like, you know, like that. And the next relationship, it may be like, well, maybe I was more in love in this relationship, you know, so you can get into comparing it, but I must say this, Z, is that I have been blessed with multiple um, experiences with love with um, with different partners, and each one was um, a different experience. And let me say this, my, my relationship with, um, with Patrick, and we're still friends, um, dear friends, you know, today, and... Um, when I met him, I he was actually six years younger than me, so I was already like, hmm, I don't know about, <laughs> about this. So he was six years younger than me, and he was actually my first and only interracial relationship that I was in. So Patrick is a is Italian. So um, when I met him, I knew his brother. I used to hang out with his brother because his brother and my brother were were friends, and they came up and. Um, I just thought, you know, I didn't know him, you know, as a as when he was a kid, but as an adult, we just happened to cross paths, and it was a moment that I tell you, like I, um, you know, we we were friends, and um, my daughter had commented, like, I like Mr. Pat, and I wasn't thinking, I'm like, you know, I'm, he's you know he's younger, you know, I've never dated a, a white man before, so I had my you know ambitions, and you know, just wanted to be transparent with the family, you know, this is what, um, you know, I was experiencing, you know, with this, but it was just something about, like, you know, he made me smile, I felt protected, my daughter loved him, and um, and I grew to love him as well, and while we were dating, Patrick had got in a terrible car accident where he had crushed his pelvis, 
and it was um, a situation where, and he's still living. Like I said, we're friends, so he, you know, he got hit by a truck and a car, t-boned, and like I said, it, you know, it, it did that, and um, and I took this man in my home and and took care of him and loved him in a way that I've never experienced, and I didn't think that I could because you know it was not about his race, it wasn't about his age, it was about what can I do to love this man in a way to heal him and to um and to nurture him and to encourage him to heal and um and that's what I did and um you know it was um again it was um an experience for me and him as well that um that was needed so um you know that's just one of my love experience and and though we're not in a relationship to this day i he still has um, of course mad love for me and i have mad love for him and and our family and my daughter still you know loves him and calls you know and it's like i want to you know talk to mr pat you know so so yeah um see that was one of my my love experiences Wow, Bonnie. Oh my gosh. Ooh, what a beautiful, beautiful way of experiencing love. You yes. know, that's, yes. that, just, that, just went, that just went to a whole nother level because what you said was, you know, it was more about what can I do to serve? You know, how yeah. can I support him? What can I do to help him heal? And and you just poured that love out from a very selfless place. You know, a lot of times when we're looking for love, you know, like it's like, okay, I want to get this. You know, give me some love, give me some love, give me some love. You know, what can you do for me to make me feel loved? And all you wanted to do was pour your love out. And that's yes. a beautiful expression of another form of love, that that love that wants to give and share selflessly without what am I going to get in return. So thank you, my beautiful sister. And I know you have a heart like that. So, oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> but let me just say this, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. I must be talking about them Italian men, girl. Because, <laughs> because Tony, was, listen, Tony was Italian and, you know, Sicilian and, and you had your Patrick. <laughs> so uh, what a beautiful experience. I thank you so much for sharing. Bless you, oh, bless you. Yes. Mm. I'm just, you know that we have the opportunity and the platform to do so. And I see that we have some family chiming in, yes. so that means they want to, yes, they want to participate in on the conversation. And again, family, I want to, again, to invite you to um, share your experience with love, and you can do that by pressing 1. So I'm going to bring in caller um, 301, area code 659, if you can state your name and tell us where you're calling from, welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Peace and love, my queens. This is Peace Khadija. and love, queen. Peace to you, queen. Peace and love. I am calling from the beautiful, green, luscious state of North Carolina. And I wanted to share tonight, first I want to say love is dope. That's like been my theme. <laughs> Love is so dope. Relationships are so dope. Like togetherness is so fly. All of that <laughs> stuff. And this is like so perfect. This topic tonight was like 
I, I posted on the um, – Zeke posted on my page, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I can't wait tonight to hear the stories and, you know, be able to share. And I'm going to do my best to contain myself. Y'all just, just put the brakes on me if I'm going too long. <laughs> <laughs> we but, got you, honey. <laughs> okay. But I did want to share um, – my greatest love story, which was my husband, who I met at the age of 15. I didn't know at the time that he was going to make such an impact on my life, but um, I met him at 15, and then we didn't really become friends until uh, I think I was a senior in high school, and we just came, we just really became really good friends. And we would go to parties together We would go to the movies together We would go out to eat together He would come over to my house And and spend the night And I would go over to his house and spend the night And keep in mind we were friends And um, He Just one day After probably being friends For I don't know, maybe a year or so, he just one day wrote me a letter. This is pre-cell phone when we used to write letters to each other in, in school and pass the notes and stuff. <laughs> he wrote me this letter and just poured out his heart. And mm. I was scared in the beginning. I was scared because we were such good friends. And we had never held hands or anything like that. And he, you know, he used to walk me home from from work and just all kind of stuff. And I always tell this story to my kids just to let them know that they were conceived in love, in real love. And I, the other day I was listening to someone or looking at something online that talked about the difference between children who were, like, conceived in love um, versus children that were, this is on Twitter, that were conceived in other ways and that there is a difference in their demeanor and how they carry themselves. Um, so anyway, uh, we started to date and we did everything together. We would work together. We we just did everything together, you know, and and because we had already laid that solid foundation of friendship, it was really natural for us to go into becoming, you know, girlfriend and boyfriend. And then I proposed to him. (laughs) I proposed to him. And he told me no. And I was like, why? And he was like, you're not ready. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, what do you mean I'm not ready? Yes, I am. Like, I love you and I want to be with you and, Blah, blah, blah. So a couple of months later, you know, then he came back to me and we um, sat down and uh, started planning everything. And, you know, when we got married, um, he very quickly uh, got into his role of or took on that, that role of husband and wanting to make sure that, you know, we were being responsible and that, um I was taken care of and that we were taken care of. And 
we got to spend 16 beautiful years together. We had five beautiful children who are 24, 20, 24, 23, 21, 16, and 15. Um, we bought we bought a house together. We bought property together. We we upgraded our cars. We started out with with dust bucket for many many years and just struggled and and we did so much in that 16 years that to this day I still feel the love and I still there's no doubt in my mind he's been gone nine years. There's no doubt in my mind that this man loved me and that I loved him. And four days before he died was my birthday. And on my birthday, the doorbell rang, and I answered it, and it was the fire. My husband was a firefighter, and it was the fire chief secretary, and she had a dozen roses, and she had a cake. And she said, this is from... Ollie, everybody called him Ollie. This is from Ollie. And I just was like, oh, my God. You know, we didn't know. I didn't know that four days later he would be gone. But this is the the depth of the love that he had for me. And the thing that keeps me, the thing that I think about always is that the day that he passed away, I was there to see his last breath. I I got to experience him all the way up until he transitioned and left this world. And I'm just so happy and so thankful to have been able to do that, to be, be able to have that experience. And if it, if there's nothing else, that I know I was there, and I know that he knows that I was there. Um, and to me, the understanding that I have about love is that love is duty. And in those moments that you really, really understand and really understand love, it's in those trying times, in those times when things look bleak, that you really, really understand what love is, what I understand what love is. So that's my understanding of it. Um, so thank you for letting me share my story. <laughs> and I am complete. Oh, thank you, Queen. Bless you, bless you, bless you. And you know what you're sharing, uh, Khadija, it just spoke to my heart. You know, we there's like um there's some people that come into our lives and you only get one. You only get that experience one time. You know, you could have had many before and you may have many after, but it's just that one and that really sounds to me like a soulmate connection, you know, that um yeah. twin flame. So what a beautiful thing and that you can still feel the love of your beloved after all of these years. So thank God for you and thank God for those beautiful children that are here that you can look at every single day and see their dad, that you can see him. You can still feel his presence because even the mannerisms 
that many that each of them have when we continuously remind you of your beloved. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us and um continue to be yes. blessed, my sister. And it was inspiring, like I mentioned, you know, at the beginning of the show, like I love love and to <clears throat> to bear witness to it. So Khadija, thank you for like you know, like Z was saying, for sharing. Because um, you know, it's 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 inspiring to hear that love like that exists in the world, you know, because like I said, we have a lot of heaviness and you know, you hear so much about the divorce rate being high and, uh, you know, just all of these things that are anti-love. And, um, you know, I'm just glad that tonight that, you know, a space was created to where you, um, you know, had the opportunity to share and and I, um, and along with the family, have the opportunity to listen. So thank you, sis. Oh, um, Thank you. Peace. So, Z, we um, I see we have another caller on the line, and um, but I wanted to um, to some music. We're gonna you know lighten it up again. This is Vani again with Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and we have. Oh, <laughs> Z, look, I was about to do your intro, but um, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, thank you, God. I am Z. I am your love and sex enthusiast. And tonight we are talking about love. So Vani has a little more love mood music for us, and we're going to come right back, and we're going to open up the lines again for someone else to share their love story. Yes, and the the song that I'm going to be playing, this when Khadija was sharing her story about how she met her beloved in, in school when she was young, you know, and how, you know, with meeting him at age 15, you know, she didn't anticipate that this would be the love of her of her life and, and the father of her children. And, um, you know, and so I, I love, again, to, you know, to hear, hear these stories and knowing that that love um, survives and it does exist. So this song is by... Um, Bradford, not Bradford, Bradford Marcellus, he did a compilation album back in the 90s called Buckshot LaFunk. And um, this song is entitled Ain't It Funny, and this is from the album Buckshot LaFunk. Again, this is Vondria on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, along with... I'm Z, your love and sex enthusiast, and we'll be right back. Peace. All right.
from that post, if I were to just die the next day, I would die in bliss. Mm. Um, mm. Bliss out, exactly, is that post. Oh, yes, yes. I love it. Uh, it's, it's so funny because um, <laughs> I shared my story of meeting my beloved, Tim. Oh, and I read that and story, so let me just say, you, oh, my gosh. That story right there, I'm, of course, I'm going to let you share, but it moved me. So I'm uh, are you going to, are you going to share your story, how you met? Yeah, I can. But I, let me share this part. Okay. Let me share this way. It's like I was talking to Nalaja the other day, one of my uh-huh. friends, and you all know Nalaja. So we were talking about a lot of, and um, so we started talking about love, relationships, mm-hmm. and so I mentioned to her that I met how I met Tim, and she was like, "Oh, my goodness! Somebody was telling me about your story. It was you they were talking about." And they said, you met, you met him in the dollar store. And they said, and they tell me you can't you can't get nothing good from a dollar store. You can't find nothing good in a dollar store. And it was like, so the joke, the joke is, is that women are like, well, what time does dollar, what time does this dollar store close? I'm, you know, I'm coming right up there. Uh, but it, it, it was like, you know, it was like, oh, so they tell me, and you can't find nothing good in the dollar store. But yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. And um, and, and and I'm a you firm did. believer with, you know, with, but I'm a firm believer that when you're ready for love, you don't have. I just don't believe. It may somebody else may need to look for it, but I believe it'll find you when you're ready. You have to be internally ready for it, right? So right. when people say, well, you need to go to a funeral. You need to go to, you know, you need to get online. You need to do this. I've, I've met ma- amazing men walking down the street, and as you can see. And so so I tell you the story. I was, um, I, I've gone to D.C. with my sister and my nephew, and we met my daughter over there. We went to visit a brother of mine that lives in D.C. And so <clears throat> on the way back, um, I said, well, stop at Aldi's. Drop me off. I want to go in Aldi's and get a couple of items. We go over to Aldi's, and Aldi's was closed. So I said, well, the dollar store. Take me to the dollar store. So we go to the dollar store in the same mall, in the same, uh, you know, strip mall, and I go in there, and I'm, I'm going to get some toilet paper and some paper towels, and I'm, and I'm walking down the aisle. I go down and get my toilet paper, my paper towels, and I'm walking back up the aisle with my my arms full. And this man is walking to my left, and we both just start smiling at each other. And it's not like, you know, it's just like like, like the sun comes out, just like, boom, we just smile. And, and we speak, right? And so he keeps walking, and then he stops abruptly, and he turns, and he says, you got something on your finger? And I didn't know what he was talking about. And he comes up to me, and he looks, and, I, and he tries to go under because I got this stuff in my hand, and he looks at my finger, and he said, oh, no. So he's looking to see if I had a ring on. And um, then he extends his hand, and he says, hi, my name is Tim. Can I get your phone number? I'd like to take you out sometime. Bingo. 
tip. Everything lied up because I got to tell you, I've met so many men, and they and it's just their approach. And his approach was so upfront. It was so like energetic. It was like he said, "I want to take you out." It wasn't that I want. Can I get your phone number? Can you come over? And usually they don't say that, but he just. It's just something about it was just all right. And I didn't hesitate. I said, sure. So he uh, started patting. He's like, look at his phone. He had left it in the car. And I had left my phone in the car. So we went to the counter. We get the pen and the pencil. And we wrote, wrote the number down. I wrote my number down. He said, take mine too. So I wrote. And I gave him my piece of paper. And I kept, you know, his. And then as I, he was turning to leave, he says, when can I call you? And I said, anytime. I said, but not after 10. Standard. <laughs> Steve Harvey instilled that in me. Not after 10. And it just happened automatically because I like, not after 10. And he said, okay, I'll call you tomorrow. And I said, oh, and I have a conference call at 7. The next day was a Monday. He called me at 5 o'clock. And that meant a whole lot to me. And he was a man of his word. And the, his character was just shining through right away. You know what I mean? No games, nothing. Right. And right. and I'm going to tell you something that I've learned about love that I did not know. I really didn't know this. And that is love, you know, you know the Bible says it. It's kind and it's gentle. But I've not always had kind and gentle. Right. But this man is right. kind and gentle and tender, and I'm going to tell you something. I've been wanting to be treated like a woman for a long time, and what I mean by that, I wait when, when, we, when he, he opens the door for me to get in the car. When I'm, I sit, and he comes around, open the door when I get out the car. It doesn't matter if I'm, we're on a date or we just pull up in front of my house. He, he takes care of people. And that mm-hmm. that that means something to me, right? And right. he doesn't he doesn't complain about it, and so mm-hmm. he he wants to. This uh, Khadija, I think, said something to this effect. But I noticed two things about both of us, Tim and I. I want to serve him, and he wants to serve me. Mm-hmm. I want to serve him, like you know. Everybody knows I'm a beast when it comes to working out. He he started going to the gym, and so he gets this like pain in his shoulder. I give him massages. That's 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 like I look forward to taking care of him. You know, I feed him. I make sure he eats right. I take he takes care of me. I take care of him, and we do it with love. And he appreciates me. Like I've been wanting a man who will love, adore, and cherish me. I found that. I attracted that man. I mean, I never experienced this kind of love. And I'm going to have to look at myself and say, I had to cultivate something within me. I had to let go of some stuff. And I had, you know, I have this belief today that as a woman that we are supposed to bring something to a man's life, the softness, the tenderness, the sweetness, and I bring that. I, I, I'm intentional about it, and I want to do it. And when we have our little moments where, you know, he is a man that communicates. I, he te- This is big. Okay, I got to pause on this one. 
I have never met a man who is teaching me how to communicate. I never met a man who is like, we said, like we had a little something the other day, and I was like, get ready to shut down. We were in the car, and he said, we said we're going to communicate. And that caught me, you know. Mm. And, uh, and, 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 and look, one day, while, well, you know, we have only been together. Today is only two months. Oh. But it feels like I know he's my soulmate because both of us are like, wow, this is two months? It feels like we've been together for at least a year because of the comfort. But yet the, you know, the, everything is there. I'm not trying to patch it up. I posted on Facebook today when it's right. You don't have to get out the mask and take the nails and the super glue to hold it together. Right. Love right. Holds, it, holds it together. So I want to share this and then I'm going to be quiet. But, so one day, I, like both of us, can't, we're, we're, we're open about things, uh, you know, like he shared, uh, he's on his way over. So, you know, I'm like, okay. He can chime in if he gets there in time. But so I um he shared about uh early right on, right on about abandonment, that that's an issue for him. Somebody a woman walked off, left him and when he needed her most. And right. so I you know, okay, so then I know I've dealt with abandonment issues. So one day I I was giving him a back massage and I said to him Okay, I I deal with this also, and it's not completely gone. Although I've dealt with a lot of it, I said, "What should I do if I if we have a little you know challenge, and I want to, um, and I, I feel like running, because that's my method." And he said, "Reach for my hand." He said, "Hold hold my hand." He said, "Hold my hand," and I said, "Oh my God, that's good." I never, you know, and then I said, um, he said, hold my hand, and I know you're there. He said, you don't have to say anything, just hold my hand. And I said, okay. So then a little while later, like a couple of days later, I said, well, what if I feel, you know, like really want to run? He said, I said, can you reach for me? Can you just reach for my hand? And that's what he did when we were in the car one day when he was talking, and I was like, he reached for my hand. And so it's like love is service. Love is about giving. I'm at a place in my life where I know I want to give to a man. I want. I told him, he said to me today, he said, uh, I couldn't ask for a better woman. Mm-hmm. I said, if you go before I do, please mm-hmm. say that at my, at my memorial mm-hmm. service. Please say that. I said, please say that because I mm-hmm. want a man to be able to say mm-hmm. she was the best, mm-hmm. you know, woman I've ever had, the best I could have asked for, you know. So I believe, I believe that I, I, I've always believed in love, but now I know that it it can be easy, it can be sweet, it doesn't have to be work, and I didn't know that until Tim. That I wake up in the morning and when we text each other and we call each other, it's like sweet. It's like, hey baby, hey, it's all it's sweet. Like I just want to bring my best Deborah to him, and he brings his his best self to me. No games, no, you know what I mean. So I'm all excited as you can hear because when you don't know what you don't know, 
and that's why I feel I'm called to share stuff with women. And some women are so don't even they're like, oh, she'll you know, hey, I'd rather be right than happy. Go ahead and do that then. Go ahead. But I know that God sent this man into my life for me to help me to do the work that I'm called to do. Right. You see. Mm. And and the last thing I'll say is I've had men in my life who I could not be fully public with because I was their side chick mm. or I wasn't proud to be their woman or they weren't proud to be my man or they weren't they weren't serpents, all that old crazy, unhealthy, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I posted on Facebook, I'm in a relationship with Timothy, Timothy Smith. Why? Because I, cause we, that's what we got. It's above board. It's out there. It's the, you know, you know what I'm saying. And and I and I have a man who will go places with me. So I I, I feel like like I said, if I were to leave here tomorrow, when it comes to love, I'm still working on that money piece, my million dollars. But when it comes to love, <laughs> I would be I would go out with a smile on my face, and my daughter <laughs> loves him. Everybody that meets him, and I'll tell you this. If you want to know if if there is something missing, so I didn't know this either, but my daughter, she never asked about any of my exes. She asked about Tim. She's like, how is Tim? You know? So wow. your family sometimes can see stuff you don't see about other your, your mate, mm-hmm. the good and the bad. And so I just want to say thank you for this opportunity to talk about my beloved. Thank oh, my you. God. Thank I know, right? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I, work, I got I got to have an applause. Wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, oh. So, you know, I have wow, I, I could say so much, D. <laughs> but you know, first of all, I, I'm so happy for you. I just wanna say I'm so happy for you. And mm-hmm. I know the reason why this has shown up in your life is because you did the work. You did the work to heal yourself from the wounds that you had incurred in the past and through past relationships. You did the work. And you call this to you because that's what we do. I mean, we call in our experiences. And I know you've been real clear uh, with God, with the universe, about what it is that you are wanting. And I'm so grateful. And I'm sure that, all, obviously, Tim has done his work, too, because he attracted <laughs> And I just want to say congratulations. Thank I'm you. just saying. And I think that's part of the reason why your daughter, because she sees how much, how happy you are and how this Thanks. person has brought such joy into your life. And children are very perceptive like that, you know. Um, Vonnie, you were talking about, you know, with Patrick and, you know, your daughter loves him, and that's just the way it is um, because they feel their mama's joy. And anybody that can come into your life and make you feel good and make you happy and make you smile and make you, you know, feel amazing is what they want for their mama. So thank you for sharing him with us. And, you know, I know you're going to share this, um, the, the recording, so he can hear you actually hear you express uh, how you feel about him to everybody. 
yeah, he knows that. But I will say this about my about children. My daughter exhibits and my nephew who loves me a lot. Something they know they knew about the relationship before this, they knew in a way that this person was not treating me the way that they want me to be treated. So it wasn't just that she felt my happiness. She, I was, it was something be, beyond that. It was something that, like you said, they're intuitive. And they are, like my daughter told me once, sitting in the Rankin Chapel at How, on Howard University in her first year of college, we were worshiping together at the chapel, and she looked at me, and she said, Mom, I want you to get married. Mm. And so when Tim came along, this child was talking about wedding chapels and stuff. <laughs> I mean, like two weeks, two weeks in, and she hadn't even met him yet. But she, 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 could, tell that, she could tell that I knew, so I felt something that was like, it was something, it's something so pure about our relationship. That's what it is. There's something so pure about our relationship. And when, you're, when your people love you, they, they don't want nobody hurting you, right. you see. And so my, my daughter, my nephew, he was like, he did not want me in that relationship that I was in. He was like, I was, he used to talk to me. He like, and, and somebody else told me, he said, your nephew loves you so much, he does not want you with that person. Now, he hasn't met Tim, but um, my daughter is – very in touch with, like you said, I don't know, I all I know is just she was just like on board right away. And then when she met Tim, oh, my God, it was just, mm-hmm. just like she already claimed him like her daddy, stepdaddy. Wow, right? that's so, amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah. so I just want to, I just want women that are listening mm-hmm. to know that love is possible. Like you said, Zakia, I was doing the work to heal my heart and my belief systems system that told me that I could not have that I had to do the work and I, and I used to proclaim it. I used to say, I know there's a man out there for me. And so our belief is like Oprah said, it's not what you wish for, it's not what you hope for, it's what you believe. And so I want women to believe if it can happen for me, it can happen for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my beautiful queen. And I do, I just honor you for that because one of the things that I really want also for our sisters to get is, you know, that once we heal ourselves, and, you know, I just want to read a little quote from um, yesterday, uh, Brother Astarius, Wednesday maybe. Uh, Anyway, Brother Astarius Miraculi was on the love journey, and one of the things that he said that really touched me he said, each relationship is a passport to the next relationship and the quality of that next relationship. So you can either have a passport to pain or joy. And resentment, mm. resentment of, a, of a beloved carries that passport to the next one. Mm. Wow. So my, you know, I would offer that, you know, when you have, when you are releasing a not, one relationship, do the work. Do your mm. work. Get your healing. Do your prayer work. Do your meditation. You know, do your forgiveness work and do all of that to heal first. 
so that you can create a passport to joy in the next relationship and not a passport to pain. And, and again, uh, Deborah, uh, we know because you've been very open, very authentic in your blogs, in your writings, and with your, in your sharings. When you've gone through something and you felt the pain and, and uncomfortability of that relationship, and then you did the work to heal that and so that you could attract your beloved. And that's what it's really and that's what it's really all about. So, you know, that's what it is, family. We gotta do our work. We gotta stay focused on what we want and release those resentments. You know, when I did a reading with Brother Starris and one thing he said to me, he said, Whether you decide to stay in this relationship or not, let go of any resentment. Because it does mm, absolutely no mm. good. It doesn't open the soul to love. You know, I'm going. To, you can't hold on to resentment and say, "Okay, well, I'm ready to get into a relationship with somebody." Come on, I, you want to invite someone into your resentment because that's what you would be mm. doing. You know, mm. you know. So, hallelujah. You know, mm. do the work and and let's have a beautiful, amazing love relationships on our planet. Thank you, Miss D. We love you so much, and we thank you both for allowing me to. Yes, and many, many, many blessings to you and Tim as you move on in your experience together. And, um, Bonnie, yes, and, yeah, it looks I, like we have another caller, but I was going to say um, if you wanted to, let's do a song, and, and then we'll we're bring gonna get in. a song. Yep, we're going to get into a song, and this is for you, Sister Bora. This is Mint Condition, Someone to Love. And then when we come back, on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. We're going to bring caller in from the 904-994 area code. So, again, this is Vani, your sexual wellness coach, along with... I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast, and we love you so much, and we will be right back. All right. It's just some little thing you do 
Blessings family. I want to welcome you back and that was Someone to Love with Abidement Condition and that was dedicated to my queen, Deborah and her king, Tim. Um, yeah, um, and when she was talking about her story about how he would or he holds her hand when she wants to feel secure and um and safe and know that he's there and I felt that, you know, again, I, again, Z, these songs that I had on the playlist just seem so appropriate for what the family is sharing with us in their love experience this evening. So, so you know, Miss Bonnie, it is all in divine order, honestly, it, uh, absolutely. And so I, I love that uh, the universe is so synchronistic to have you already knowing what songs will go with what stories tonight. What can we say? <laughs> But, you know, before we go to our next call, Avani, I just wanted to also um, say something. You know, Deborah talked about service. You talked about service. Khadija talked about service. And, you know, oftentimes in, you know, people's definitions of what love is all about, it's always I want, I want, I want. And yet I've heard in all of your stories your desire to serve this a beautiful soul that God placed in your life. And there's nothing to me better than service. I mean, I love receiving, but honestly, when I'm giving, I am happiest. I am ecstatic. I mean, it's just something about that for me. I love serving. And um, I remember I, I have a dear, dear um Spiritual teacher, and Deborah knows him, uh, Reverend Swami. Uh, I mean, yes, Swami. I can't even pronounce his last name. I ain't going to try it, Swami G. But one of the lessons that he shared, and it's been many years since I've heard this, but it stuck with me so long. He said the reason why we have so much chaos in our world is because people don't get what relationship is about. Relationship is not about what can I get. It's about what can I give. When each of us is saying, what can I give into this relationship? What can I do for you? How may I serve you? And the other person is doing the same thing. That's love. You know, it's, that's the essence of relating with one another. You know, and it really is the truth because when you think about a mother, she has a baby. She doesn't say, oh, what can this baby give to me? No, she's like, buddy, what can I do for my baby? What What do you need? You know, and that's what it, you know, to me that's just amazing. And it just seems like that's what happens when you have that kind of significant love experience that you're serving, you're giving you're sharing the best of yourself. So I just needed to say that. It's just something that sticks with me in a, in a place that I absolutely love being in is service. So I'm going to turn it back over to you, Queen, to bring in our next caller. All right. Bring in the next caller, area code um, 904-994. We want to welcome you to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. If call of you can state where you're from and your name, welcome. Well, I am who I am, and I live in paradise. All right. In my paradise, I found that I've loved, I've been loved, 
and then I found the greatest love. Years after I thought I knew what love was, it didn't show up until this seven-pound, two-ounce baby girl showed up in my life and taught me things that I never thought I would ever learn from a woman. This little girl transformed me from being a man's man to being a father. That level of love, I didn't know. Even though I was a father to two boys prior to her, I didn't know that level of love until she showed up. One day I was sitting in the sofa while reading my reading some reports. She's sitting there thinking that she's reading a book. She says, Daddy. Yeah, it was it was so quiet and she just said, Daddy. And I looked at her and I said, Yes. She says, Doesn't that sound nice? I'm like, huh? Doesn't that sound nice? I says, Yeah. Then she went back to her book and I went back to my report and it was I was scratching my head, why did she say that? Then about another five, ten minutes goes, she says, Daddy. Can I have, I said, I knew you wanted something the first time. She said, no, I didn't then, but now, can I have some some cookies? I said, I think there's some in the cabinet. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. My daughter loved Teddy Graham crackers. Oh, my God. That was, you want to stop her from doing anything or get her to do anything, make a box of Teddy Graham crackers show up, and she, you got to do anything you want to do. This particular day, she was feeding her, her teddy bear and reading to it, and I'm just observing this as I finish my report. And then she said, Daddy, here. And I looked down in her bowl. She had one teddy gram left, and she gave it to me. And she kissed me on the forehead. She said, I love you. And I'm like, okay. Wow. And that moment, I knew without a shadow of a doubt the love that I had been looking for had been staring me in my face, through my face, all those years, and it showed up in the form of my daughter, Jemaya Okalani. When her name was gathered and created, it was a Polynesian translation of My Little Piece of Heaven, or AKA My Daddy's Retirement Plan. <laughs> but she transformed all that I thought I knew about love into that one experience of that amazing feeding me her last telegram cookie. I know that doesn't sound like a whole lot of love affairs that I've been hearing these amazing, amazing goddess share about their lives. And I want to talk about the loves that I loved, but the love that loved me was more prevalent in my life than anything anyone has ever touched me. Not just not discounting anything that I've ever gotten from any one of them because I've had some amazing lovers. But the love that my daughter showed me that she is made me be a better man so that when she told the world what her father is, I'd be, I'd be proud to stand there and let her describe every facet of my character that she has been displayed. That love affair, that love consciousness, is most transforming than I've ever imagined. She even taught, at the time, she even taught my wife how to love me better. So that little girl, that little angel, that little piece of heaven, 
had a, had one purpose in, in my life was to show me what love is, and in return, be all that I can be to give her the exact same experience as what is love. love what is love that protects? What is love that that provides? What is love that that so what is love that helps you dream those amazing dreams and say that there is no dream that you have you cannot achieve. That is love she taught me. I didn't know how I was going to fit all of what my type of love or my brand of love, love that that made me better into this conversation tonight. But it all wrapped into the one thing that was really missing. I really learned how to love myself through my daughter. She helped me through a very rough patch in my life where I was like, had it not been for me holding on to her voice, her breath, her touch, her smile, the way she looks at me, holding on to that, I wouldn't be talking to you now. She was very instrumental in keeping me here. So I I know for a fact what love does, is, and yet to become. I say, I say. I say, I say. Wow. You know, I want to say thank you, uh, my beautiful brother, because you absolutely have brought in another aspect of love, and that is that unconditional love. You know, I remember, and I know you've heard this uh, uh, when we've been on uh, the love journey, and, and Dr. Michael Rice would say, you know, someone asked him about what is the definition of love, and he said, hold a baby. Hmm. You know, hold that baby in your arms and, you know, and a newborn baby there. And that is what love is. That baby, you're not saying, that baby, not you're not saying give me love. That baby is love. You're looking at and feeling love. Something happens to us that is it's indescribable because, you know, to me it's just so God. <laughs> you know, so many things about God that we can't describe. But when you feel the essence of that beautiful new soul, that's the love that is just indescribable. And to me, what I heard you say and your sharing was that's what your daughter brought to you. It's it's such it's just such an amazing experience. It's a, such an amazing feeling. It's such an amazing everything because it's just God. And I'm so grateful that you brought that to us. Well, it's more it's a lot deeper than that because the day she arrived on the planet, February 26, she was in a head-on collision out to the hospital. Um, when the the car just pulled in front of us and we had the right away, and she pulled in front of us and slammed on brakes and we just bumped. This, my my wife. Had broke her leg, and the car was on. Had caught fire. Um, I I struggled to get out of the car, get her to the other side of the car, help her out of the car. And just as I get her out of the car, um, I I'm hurt as well. 
I struggled to get her out of the car and find, find out that she couldn't stand on her legs. But as we're falling, a fire fireman caught us and, and laid us to the ground. And as we laid on the ground, filled the water shot across us and put the fire out on the car. It was almost as if it was a, a, a movie set. We get to the hospital, which was three miles further away, and I was, they said they, they comfort my wife and, you know, make sure the baby's okay and scheduling for the uh, um, delivery. I went to look for the paramedic that, that brought us in to thank him, and the paramedic wasn't there. So I went back to my wife, and we went to surgery, and they set her leg, and then they went to go in and do some labor and bring up, get our baby. And the very first thing my daughter did, she didn't cry. She looked at me and grabbed my hand and wouldn't let go. It was like as if to say, finally, I finally found my love. Because when she was, when my wife was pregnant, I used to, I used to sit on one side and sing to my daughter, and she move her body to the side of the, of the sofa, and I'd literally get up and go to, go to the refrigerator, get something, and come back and sit on the other side and start singing, and she'll sit the other side. So we do this off and on, and I said, stop, you know how to do that. But that's how we that's how we dance. So when she finally came and she grabbed my hand, I started singing that song that she I used to sing to her then. She grabbed my hand and just a smile and I said, I don't think you need to hit the doctor. She's kinda alert. She said, No, we need to I said, No, don't hit her. And from the, from that moment to now, it has been the most amazing event that has happened in my existence. So well, thank you so much. Uh, I'm so grateful to hear you. I'm sorry. I'm so grateful you are having this amazing love experience. And I thank you for sharing that. And I don't know too many people, you know, that are, uh, you know, in our audience that doesn't understand that beautiful, beautiful, undescribable, indescribable experience with love uh, with your child. So thank you so much. And God bless. You know, obviously, the the two of you are meant to be together in this lifetime. <laughs> so to go through all of that, to be where you are today. And she's blessed to be able to have a father. And, you know, I just want to give kudos to you and to all the men who are, who are being fathers to their daughters. I mean, I just can't even tell you enough. And, Vonnie, I know, you know, you can agree. I know sisters on the line can agree. It's nothing like being a daddy's girl. There's nothing like being daddy's girl. You know, when you get to have that that amazing man who protects you and loves you and supports you and plays with you and takes you places and puts you up on his shoulder, all the things that little girls love, daddy's girl. So thank you so much. Even more important than that. God bless you so much. And um, one of the things that I also want to say, Ronnie, did you have anything that you uh, wanted to share with uh, about uh, Brother's story tonight? I was just saying, I um, I was just just um, enjoying again enjoying the story and and appreciate him for again, what you were saying, just sharing this type of love, the love between um, a father and and his daughter. And, um, you know, and how, you know, the, the, the caller, how he expressed about, you know, how this love for his daughter allowed him to, 
to love ourselves. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I'm, I'm so glad you said that, Bonnie, because that's one of the things that we really haven't talked a lot about, and I do want to do a little bit of that before we go, self-love, self-love. So, you know, Bonnie, one of the things that, you know, when you and I got together um, when you were doing your adult sex ed class, which I absolutely loved and adored, <laughs> and so grateful to God to have brought us together um, but one of the things that you used to teach us about loving up on ourselves is, you know, uh, spending time with ourselves first thing in the morning, moving our bodies, you know, really making that connection with ourselves, um, you know, touch, touching ourselves, how important that is, nutrition, you know, making yes. sure that we're putting proper things in our bodies. So I'm going to let you just kind of go into a little bit of self-love and how we can do more of that because, of course, in order to to be the best uh, loving parents to our children and the best mates to our beloved, we have to first love ourselves. So I'm going to ask if you would talk a little bit about that. Oh, yes. So, um, you know, some of the, the things, like you said, that we did in class are things that I do at home because, you know, as Deborah mentioned and as we talk about doing the work, and, um, you know, and so that we will be in a place to uh, attract the love that we want in our life, and whether it be with the intimate relationship or friendships, you know, but, you know, but what can we do to um, to attract the love that we want? You know, how can we develop ourselves? So, you know, that's why it's just so important that uh, we take care of ourselves and make ourselves a priority and you know the the touching the, the the being present you know one of the things that i do in the morning is as is i am I, sh- I shower myself with gratitude what i'm grateful for you know grateful for having another opportunity to to be here and to be a mother and and to to be a a daughter and a sister and and so many different things and um, you know, but just, you know, being present in, in that gratitude, you know, how that just alone, how that can liven you up and it can ignite um, a love that radiates. And we, um, you know, we've talked about on the show, you know, where we want to lift up the love vibration. I know our goddess Janine, she speaks of that too. So, you know, when we are doing the things when we're in gratitude and when we are letting go, doing the work and doing the forgiveness and um, and releasing, you know, the things from the past and really honing into the experience, the experience, the, the opportunity in which these relationships, they allowed us to do and how they allowed us to express ourselves, you know. So, you know, I'm doing that work and, um, and um you know, I can get into the physical aspects of, you know, pampering yourself and getting massages and, you know, and, and doing things like that and, and shopping. But, you know, internally, you know, really getting into, you know, what it is that, um, what, what can I do to be a better Vondria and, um, you know, and so when I do things, and it may change, you know, what can I do to be a better Vondria and, and when I do those things, you know, it can't help. I can't help but it to radiate out to others, you know. So, um, you know, that's just thank you, thank you, thank you. And, you know, one of the things, you know, one of the important things, and I know you do this as well, getting in front of that mirror, 
Yes, and oh, girl, I got a mirror, yes. Yes, <laughs> looking yes. in our eyes. And, mm-hmm. you know, doing our mirror work, and I don't care where you are, whether it's in your bedroom, at your bathroom, I, you mm-hmm. know, people think I'm a little crazy because I sit at the red light and pull my <laughs> and look myself in my eyes, you know, <laughs> and tell myself, oh, yeah, love you, you. I love you so much. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and we just can't do enough of that, Bonnie. Absolutely can't do enough of that because, of course, the more love we pour into ourselves, the more mm-hmm. good we feel about ourselves. And yeah. the, then we just radiate that love out. So uh, yes. definitely. Yeah, and um, and doing things, you know, you know, doing things like you said, you know, eating well, prop, you know, eating things that you know are going to supply, you know, good, uh, good uh, health and wellness to the body. Breathing, drinking our water, all of these are things that do that are self loving. Um, you know, spending time in nature. Um, oh, you know, yeah. that's self loving. You know, so you just can't get enough of that. So um, I know we're almost close to the end of the hour, Bonnie, and wow, this time has just gone so quickly. Uh, but what can yeah. it be when you're talking about love? Oh, <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're talking about love, the time just super flies, super flies on that. No, I know, it's just, oh, like we said, we love talking about love, and this time has flown. And um, but before we we call it a night, I just I wanted to talk to the fam about you know we have some exciting things coming up in the month of August, and one of them is our anniversary. It will be our one anniversary of Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition, and Sam. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Well, you know we had to get some applause for that. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. So we're going to have um, we're gonna have some treats. We're going to have some surprise guests coming on. And we actually got a treat for you next week, as a matter of fact. Um, so we're starting our anniversary month out with a bang. And, Z, do you want to, you know, let the family know what to expect next week? Oh my gosh! Okay, so the game is old, not old. <laughs> so our brother, our amazing brother, uh, brother Ken Brisbane, and uh, you—if those of you who have been here with us for a while, you have heard him on our show before. Um, wow, Ken! You know he's a brother that just brings it. He don't have no yeah. holes bar, but what he got to say, he is showing off real, real, yeah. real. And um, and uncut like this brother is yes. he is that yeah and you know what I love about him uh, Vani is that he just speaks his truth and he's like he makes no apologies he is totally unapologetic right. and um and and so anyway he's gonna be with us next week and um, we're gonna be talking about he has a very controversial subject so I'm asking you. And I'll post the blog up on our page on the, on let's talk on the love sex nutrition page. But um, why women have to pay dues to get dick? Yeah, because he he says it's free dick. He's like no no more free dick. <laughs> no more free dick. I'm like okay. <laughs> All um, right. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm going to invite you to, uh, you know, we're going to post that um, article up on our page. I invite you to take a look at it, read it over, come up with some questions or comments or whatever you got to say. Be here next week so you can, you know, say something to him directly about what you think about the article and, you know, express your feelings about it or ask a question uh, because he goes into some deep things like, uh, you know, women that don't deserve to get diggers, women don't have a job. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so um, so that's your assignment, family. Check it out, check it out, check it out, and welcome Brother Ken Brisbane back again to Let's Talk Love, Sex, Nutrition. You can find him up on Facebook at Ken, last name Brisbane, B-R-I-S, B-O-N, and also his website, The Game is Sold, Not Told. The Game is Sold, Not Told, and you will get to hear this amazing brother. He's, he really is an awesome brother, very conscious brother, um, very mm-hmm. deep. So, um, yeah. yes, and then what we, we also have some other things that will be coming up uh, during our month. So I'm just so grateful that we are to have a year that we have yes. been doing I love sex nutrition, Bonnie. This is just amazing. It is, and I look to the next year and the continuing years and this journey. I mean, it's been amazing, and I know, you know, we have some exciting things coming up, and I can't wait for us to, you know, to, to share more of those with the family and stuff, and we just, I mean, this is just a, a blessed opportunity, Z, and... Um, Yes, it is, and we want to thank uh, the Family Healing Circle. Uh, The Family Healing Circle, and I know we've got to play one more commercial So um, before we go out, but I just want to thank the Family Healing Circle for allowing us to have this platform. Um, It's just been wonderful, and I love it. So, And I thank our family for being with us tonight and all those who come out to support us every week. We just love you and appreciate you so much. Vanya, I'm going to have you uh, take us out uh, with that commercial and then your amazing music. Sis, you know I love you so much, and I appreciate you. God bless. Appreciate you, And um, so, you know, here we're talking about love, and we're going to get into our commercial, but we're going to end the night out with my main man, Lufa. Luther, yes. Luther Vandross, um, forever, for always, and um, for love And as soon as I find this commercial I'm going to play it And then we're going to get into Luther Vandross But I want to thank the family again For taking time Out of your um, Out of your evening To spend that time with Z and I And um, we will see you next Friday 7.30 Eastern Standard Time On Let's Talk Love Sex and Nutrition I love you, fam, and I will see you next week. Peace and blessings. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we inspire awareness, manifesting, motivating, and educating every day. On Sundays, it's Make Me Feel It Radio with Stacey Ferguson. This show is starting a movement as it seeks to inspire people to grow and change the world through personal and financial development. On Mondays is Totally Whole with Pastor Cook and Dr. Maxine. This show addresses issues related to spirituality and mental health. On Tuesdays, it's Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells.
show will help you get your money right and your financial house in order. On Wednesdays, it's the RN Perspective with our own RN, Stacy Moore. Change the way you think about health by understanding the connection you have with all things and how your habits affect your health. Learn to heal holistically. On Thursdays, it's four weeks, four different shows. Five weeks, five different shows. The first Thursday of the month is Total Empowerment, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out with Angela Hardy. The second Thursday of the month is One Love, One Connection, One Us. Turn your relationship into a spiritual union with Reverend Arlene Cahet and Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. The third Thursday of the month is the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam, a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. The fourth Thursday of the month is the Inner Consciousness with Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. This show explores the inner world of our mind and gives advice on spiritual growth and self-healing. The fifth Thursday of the month is Healing Paradigms with Reverend Arlene Cahet, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. On Fridays, it's Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. It's sexual health and fitness like you've never heard it before with Vondria Walters and Zakia Lana. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 to 9 p.m. every day. And now you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Family Healing Circle Media. Family Healing Circle, healing the mind, body, and soul. Let's throw the bag. 
if she 